Hey everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled, I'm Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Star Trek The Next Generation Season 1 Episode 11, it's called The Big Goodbye. So full spoilers for the episode as always, this is our first holodeck goes wrong episode. Yes, yes, you warned me about this at the end of the last episode. Special occasion, yes, I've heard there's many of these throughout the series and this is our first. I'm going to, I'm going to take a guess and assume there's maybe one per season, give or take. Uh, maybe two, given the length of the seasons. Maybe. I I will criticise them if they if they do it more than once per season. That that feels like too much. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you. Also, I do have to think that after maybe two or three of these incidents, that maybe they think maybe we shouldn't use that hollow deck. Maybe maybe it's just not <laughs> worth the trouble. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Given that in this first hollow deck goes wrong episode, someone actually almost dies because they get shot. Um, yeah. No, Notably, a, a red shirt comes with them <laughs> into the holodeck. <laughs> the card's like, give me a red shirt. <laughs> now, to, to, to be fair, I thought this red shirt had more lines of dialogue and seemed to be a more interesting character than most red shirts have been in the past. I agree. He seemed like an actual character to a point. Almost like he, he was around the whole time, we just hadn't met him yet. Uh, yeah. So, credit to the actor, credit to the writing, just to make him feel a little bit more like an actual person. Yeah. Do you know what? Mm-hmm. I quite like this episode. I do. Well, that was all right. Because, do, you know, do you know what I think? Maybe this is partly expectations. Mm-hmm. But, you know, obviously at the end of the episode, when we do this, we go, oh, okay, let's get the synopsis for the next one, you know, the, the sentence. Yeah. And and you're like, oh, this is the equivalent of, you know, uh, the original series where it was, oh, hey, this is exactly like Earth. But in, in the original series, most of the time, those episodes, they always felt like, Oh, it's just present day Earth, or oh, there's just a leftover set from something else. Oh, sure, yeah. This didn't feel like that. This felt like an intentional. We want to do a noir. Okay, sure, yeah, that's fair. Um, I I only compare it to that in the sense that I th- I think this is replacing that type of episode. I don't think they're going to find planets that are like Earth in the past. No, no, I I get that. I think yeah. already though, as a concept, this felt like a choice to oh no, we want to do that type of episode rather than. Oh, well, money. Because this didn't feel like it was particularly cheap compared to other episodes. No, no, they had, you know, they had costumes, they had sets. I mean, it still wouldn't surprise me if the sets did come from somewhere, like... Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, but it felt like they, they, they actually went, no, we want to do a noir episode, and let's let's lean into it entirely, you know, really go for it. Yeah, so Picard is learning... Uh, basically, just a greeting from another language, this alien language, this alien race they're going to meet... And this alien race really, you know, they really care about decorum. They really care about someone greeting them in their tongue. Yeah, they're a bunch of pricks. And if someone gets even a syllable wrong, then it will basically start a war. In fact, someone did that 20 years ago and it put them on a 20 years kind of cold war with this race. Yeah, it sounds like that ship may have got a little bit destroyed. Yeah. So so Picard's been learning. Uh, Troy's been trying to help him learn. Because could I have something for Troy to do? Uh, my brain is not wired for languages, uh, so it's even, barely even wired just, for English. Let's be honest; <laughs> it's 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 really not. It's it's barely there. Uh, you know, if we're generous. Um, so even just agreeing in in bloody French, I find difficult. Bonjour. I mean, a proper like greeting, not just a one word. We. Oui. 
<sighs> Au revoir. That's the extent You've been of my French. dick lately, you know that. That's, that's the extent of my French. Do you know what? I did three, four years of French lessons. <laughs> I went to France multiple times. I can't even count to five. <laughs> oh, I, can still, I, I had the German in high school and I hated it, but I can, I can still do the numbers. I can still count. I, I did two years of German. Couldn't couldn't do a thing in it. Eins, zwei, drei, vier, von six, seven, eight, nine, zehn, elf, zwölf. And then it's just... Uh, once you know how to just add the, the, the tens. It's, you know, ten and yeah. number. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, I get the principle. I just can't remember any of them. And I did two years of it. How can you forget 12? 12 is wolf. Was it? It's, it's wolf with a Z in the front of it. That's a Z? Yeah. The other thing I always remember about uh, the German alphabet is you know, you'd have to learn how they say every, every letter, right? Yeah. Uh, but you go through the alphabet in German, you get to Y, and I think it was Upsilon. That's how you say it. Like, if you're saying the letter, it'd be like X, Upsilon, and then whoever says Z. I can't remember who says Z. Two years of German, no recognition. <laughs> I'm sure it's Upsilon. It was, it was this, like. This, this is genuinely like, this is brand new information to my brain. Well, because the rest of them, for the most part, made sense. I mean, they weren't the same as we would say it, but it was like, ah you know, bare set, you know, it was, it was like, you know, it was things that made sense and they may not be right. I'm just, you know, it was things like that. It was like sure. sounds that were kind of like just slightly different to the way we'd say it. But yeah. it got to why it was Upsilon and I'm like, Upsilon. Upsilon. That's a shit. It's... See, this is why I feel comfortable shitting on languages because I shit on them all of them because in- English is bloody stupid as well. Don't get me wrong. It has some stupid rules. I just happen to know English. He's something to know, yes. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, he's like, bollocks. he's learning, he's learning this, this, this green, and he's getting stressed out. And tries like, maybe we should take a break. And the idea comes up: Hey, go to go to the the, the holodeck, try out one of the the simulators. It's <laughs> been uh, freshly programmed. Yes. And he's like, I want to be this Dixon fellow, this 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 private eye from the forties. Yeah. So he goes down, and he goes in, and he's still wearing his Starfleet uniform, and he goes in. And he's like, he's got his he's got his office. He you know he's, he meets the like the maid or whoever it is, and she's like, oh, what what happened? Did you lose a bet? Because he's he's standing in this stupid outfit to her. And he's at the office. And there's a femme fatale who offers him a job to try and figure out who's trying to kill her. And he's like, later back to the ship. Pretty much, um, but it cuts to his meeting with the, the you know the, the the crew, and instead of actually talking about the thing they're meant to be talking about, he's just gushing about how good the, the yeah. simulator is. He's like, oh, it was so real, I thought you were there. It's, it's so do good. You, do you know the one thing that bothered me at this point of the episode mm-hmm. in, in regards to this plot is the clothing? We we saw it give someone the... Was, was it Troy, maybe? Uh, right? I don't know. So it gave someone robes. Yeah, it gave, it, that was, uh, it was uh, Tasha when she was doing her karate. Tasha. Yeah. So could it not have just put him in some... Period appropriate I mean, no, attire. No, she put that on. It didn't just it didn't just appear on her because I, I remember her like tying it and untying it. Okay, fair enough then. Yeah, I still question why she was wearing a robe. Yeah, <laughs> like whatever. So he's like he, he invites uh, you know Doctor Crusher. He's like, would you like to join me? And she's like, it is kind of like a date. And then he almost immediately says, oh, and I'll go get the historian on the ship because he'll be helpful. And then she's immediately disappointed that it's not just them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. Um, I didn't realize we'd be playing the, 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 the Picard, Beverly, you know, cards to, to rhyme it. But, uh, Did you not? 
Not not as quickly as this. I, I, I didn't okay, realize not we're as going, quickly. Yeah, sure. I didn't realize we were going down this path so quick. This this was basically asking her out on a date, although kind of in a foolish way where it's not really a date. And then there's a bit later where she's like all into it, and he's just like, oh, "All right, come along, everyone else." Again. Um. Well, no, no, because later on when they're actually in the they, they invite themselves, but he's like, oh, "I'll go on then." Yeah, well, well, yeah, but he, I mean, he's not, he's not mad that Data shows up because Data shows up because basically Jordy <laughs> compares it to like, oh, he's like, it's like Sherlock Holmes, but later and immediately he's like, "Ooh, Sherlock," you say? Yeah, Sherlock, you say? So he shows up in a hat. He's in character. He's doing the gangster speak. Uh, I say gangster, oh, they... but mobster yeah, is maybe it's, more accurate. Thirties mobster. Yeah, well, thirties gangster. That's what I get. You know, mobster is a gangster. Yeah. Well, yeah, but specific, right? Yeah. Um, but but, there's a, but the later on though when he gets out of being interrogated by the police and she's like oh but do we have time to see your office before we go back and he's like well I guess that could be and it's this, clo- it's this tight close up between them it's this two shot and they're like in kissing distance and they're going to go off together and then like Data and the red shirt are like oh yeah that would be fun let's go see your office and both Picard and Beverly look kind of upset about this they are but he's like ah, go on then can't really say no yeah but he's kind of like oh I suppose yes we'll go see my office but yeah. he clearly was into the idea of going with just her at that point he was he was um, also uh, Dr. Crusher being kind of intimidated by like, the, the 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 woman in the police station she's like sort of try to copy her makeup and stuff yeah um, try to get into character um, what's weird about this is that the crew that go into the holodeck don't even realise there's something wrong until quite late into the episode because the other characters try to contact them when the alien race are trying to like, ah, oh, we demand to speak to the captain and Riker's like, all right, you know, Jordy, go get go get the captain and that out of the And it's deck. having none of it. No, nah, the door's not opening, comms aren't working, it's went rogue. Um, and bizarrely, it's Wesley who somehow ends up fixing it. Of course it bloody is. Because Wesley can do everything. Um, what that was funny though is I, I did like the scene though when they were they're in the office and the bad guys are there and it just turns into like a snowy mountain for like like five like seconds two seconds yeah. yeah and they come back and they've got snow on them and I'm like yeah this is what I hope they play with in the future is the idea that it maybe starts short circuiting and they start like travelling through different things yeah yeah and you have the, the mobsters try and leave and come out onto the ship yeah notably Picard doesn't stop them he's like but by all means you step out the holodeck we'll see what happens yeah. if anything I, que- if anything, if I, que- I question it takes that long for it for them to kind of slowly disintegrate it, yeah. but I, I thought they'd just step out and just go yeah me too but, um, yeah. I thought that too as well but eh, whatever stylistic choice I'll let it slide whatever yeah and Picard does mention that it, it makes smart use of finite space what I'm imagining it does is that it changes the perspective but like so, so let's say they're walking in a straight line they're not really walking in a straight line yeah like, like if they're going back to his office it'll kind of snake them around a bit without them realising they're actually kind of walking around in a circle just on a slow because yeah. obviously that, that's something that, that you know, if, if you walk what you think is in a straight line without any sort of landmarks you know if you're in the desert right mm-hmm. There's a very good chance you're definitely not going in a straight line. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it feels very natural that, hey, if it's gently guiding you along that path that you wouldn't notice. Yeah. So well, Makes sense. That's, that's fine. Um, so, although apparently it can produce food because Dr. Crusher gets gum off of one of the, the, the NPCs. Look, if it can make bullets, it can make gum. True. This is true. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not really questioning the gum at this part. Uh, I'm just pointing it out. And clearly, gum's not a thing in the future because uh, Dr. Christian. Yeah, they're just, missing out. Yeah, they just, she just swallows it as if it's, she doesn't know what to do with it. 
which is which is amusing. Um, no, I mean it's kind of a funny episode. I, I think it's oddly low stakes in a weird way. Like it feels almost it almost feels like this is just an introduction to what we can do with the holodeck more than anything else. Yeah. Um, the actual like but- tension of like what's really going on. Like sure the red shirts dying and they try to talk their way out of it, but. Ultimately, it doesn't amount to much. There's this, there's... No, but it's as a as a little noir story. It's his famous to take on the you know, Maltese Falcon. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. It's cor- pretty good. And correct me if I'm wrong, but they never actually say what the item is they're looking for. That it's like literally just a MacGuffin that's never named. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty sure. So, well, that's something. Uh... Yeah. I, I I thought this was a pretty well put together episode. Acting from all the guests was solid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, 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 you had the fun, like the, the, the Felix did, who seemed like a really timid guy, but actually really like killing people. You know, I, I liked how he kept he kept wanting to shoot everyone, and like the bot, the crane boss is like, no, calm down, Felix. We need to yeah. find out things first. Yeah. Um, that's good. I, I, I think it's just in terms of like a an actual narrative that's got stakes and and whatnot. It doesn't really offer much in that way because it, it like literally the other characters just fix the hollow deck, and we don't even see them really fix it. We know they're going to try to. But at one point, the door just kind of opens, like, in the scene. No, it's true. The The stuff outside of the holodeck is kind of irrelevant. Yeah. Um, which I guess is pretty my biggest complaint about the episode, is that it feels just disconnected. Yeah. I mean, it has to be there just for the point of, like, this is how it gets fixed. But, yeah. Um, yeah it doesn't it's, really matter. You know, and Picard comes out and he says the thing perfectly. Uh, yeah. But, no, that's, that's kind of it. And, you know, warp away, engage. Yada yada. Yeah, but he he didn't say engaged, did he? He he said what was it? It was something to do with more more appropriate to to the the the, the speech at the time. Oh, I can't remember what he said. I can't remember what it was. I did, I did it, like it him was in, something else. I did like him and Data showed up on the bridge though in their in their suits. <laughs> yeah, I, I like he, he said to Data, you know, still doing the accent and the and the voice yeah. and you know the the speech pad said something and because yeah, enough of that. I just like sorry. It was also uh, earlier on when we were, we were trying to like convince the, the the fake characters that they were fake and that they were real on a, on a ship and from a different world. Um, basically, Day Alex says, "Yes, yes, like you know, Pic- Captain Picard's not the real Dixon. He's you know, he's a facsimile. He's a cheap imitation. That that's enough, Data. <laughs> Data's the best. Data's pretty good. Data's uh, an early fan favorite. Now we did yeah. actually." Get, get, did get to see Riker sit down this episode. However, um, his sitting down technique does not count on the bridge because the chairs on the bridge do not allow for his his Riker. I know, maneuver. I know. It's frustrating. Uh, we although, we needed him to go into the forties and sit on a bar. Exactly. Although one of the things that someone did point out to me though in one of the comments that there is such a thing as the Picard maneuver, which we have to be on the lookout for. It's basically him making sure his jumpsuit doesn't raid up his ass crack. So you notice him do a little thing every once in a while to, to avoid it. But it became such a thing that apparently in season three, when they switched outfits and it was no longer necessary, he still kept doing it because it was just, by that point, it was a thing the character did. Okay, I like so, that. So I'm going to be in the lookout now for the Picard maneuver. He wasn't in these suit as, as often this episode because he was in the, the, the 40s suit, but yeah, the yeah. shirt and tie. But, yeah. uh, Looking good on him. Yeah. He rocks it because Patrick Stewart, yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah, he he's, he's, does all right with it. Um yeah. So yeah, like he's a dashing fella. Uh, this is a, a fun enough episode. I enjoyed watching it. It is basically just here's what we can do with the holodeck. Um, yeah, it, as as an episode of Star Trek, it's a little weird, but just as a as an hour's entertainment, I quite like it. If that makes sense. 
Because it's not really doing any of the Star Trek things that I expect yeah. from the show. Generally. There was some nice characters. But... Everything in Picard and Crusher was good. Um, yeah. You know, Wesley was annoying, sure. Especially, I, I, I hate how, like, Wesley's like, I can come and help with the holodeck. And Riker's like, no, your duties are on the bridge because you're, 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 you're an ensign now. Wesley is a living deus ex machina. Yeah. And then it's actually uh, Troy who's like, well, to be fair now, uh, uh, Riker, uh, his mother's also missing. And he's like, all right, come on. And Wesley just smiles and comes along. He's, like, he's not even worried. He looks giddy. He's not worried about his mother. He's, he's like, yeah, I'm getting involved. <laughs> oh, oh, Riker needs to give him a good slap. Jettison him out the airlock. <laughs> that too. <laughs> Jettison him. <laughs> and then nuke him from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. Uh, <laughs> just in case somehow he's able to survive in space that mother nuke as well i like how on on that sense he's in space but they've got to orbit they've got to get into orbit around something and then nuke him him <laughs> oh, they're gonna orbit, orbit him. Not... <laughs> his ego has an orbit <laughs> his ego is big enough for it to be a gravitational yes. body i believe that <laughs> Well, plot points seem to gravitate towards him. <laughs> they do indeed. With a with a bit of luck, maybe oh. some bullets will gravitate towards him in future oh, seasons. Bloody Wesley! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh. All right. Uh, I guess that's episode. Uh, what we yeah. were, I was eleven. So let's look at the next one. I always do it. We always do that now. I, I, I will say, uh, probably in my top three or four out of the ones so far. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd enjoyment. probably agree with that. I'd probably agree with that. Uh, next one's called Data Lore. Oh, okay. Come on. The description IMDb. The Enterprise visits the planet where Data was created. Oh, we're getting some backstory. And discovers another android like him. But when he's assembled, he's not exactly like him. <laughs> Does this mean Brent Spiner's going to get to play uh, Evil Data? It might do, is, is, yeah. that, is that what we're getting here? Because I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah, this sounds potentially fun. Yeah. I will say though, I have heard of this episode, the the oh. the data origin, and what I've heard is that it's it's important in the sense of the data origin stuff. You know, it, it mm. is relevant and is good ideas, but it's a bit of a mixed bag of an episode in its own right. So, see if I agree with that. Because that, that was one of the ones that I'd, I'd heard of just in, in passing. of Oh, the data origin. Hey, if it hits naked no levels of, of fun, I'm I'm okay with it. <laughs> still still a high bar to, to, to meet. That still might be my favourite episode, even though it's definitely not the best episode. <laughs> it's one of the worst episodes. But, oh my, I, I don't think I've enjoyed any episode as much as that. Oh dear. So, uh, join us next time for Data Lore. Uh, so we'll see see you for that next week um, let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below like, subscribe, all that stuff you can get us on the twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates you can of course support us even more so over on patreon.com slash TV if you want to support us over there you can do it for as little as a dollar per month you get these Star Trek reviews a week early you get some other stuff there, you get some exclusive stuff uh, but go have a look, see, see if there's anything that tickles your fancy um, and if you are listening to this in the audio feed on the Star Trek Viewers Log Classic series there's also a, a, a sister uh, audio feed called the Star Trek Viewers Log Modern series which which of course is currently more, uh, Star Trek Discovery, and it'll go into the Picard show, the animated series that's coming up, you know, all these new yeah, things. We're starting to get a bit of casting and you know news about the Picard show, so it's it's yeah. happening. Yeah, yeah, and renewals for other things. Discovery got renewed, so there's, there's things happening. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so uh, let's what you think of the episode in the comments, like uh, like and subscribe. I said all that stuff already. Once again, thanks very much for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV, and to everyone but Connor, 
live long and prosper. <laughs>